You just sent that text to the um Fuck. to the God to the group. <laughs> Oh, no. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Oh, it could be much worse. I didn't mean to. I wasn't. Much, uh, now I got to do some damage control. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to call you out. How long gone? Uh, Jason sent a text meant for his uh, his LP to the group chat, and I'm gonna because I'm um, obviously you know kind of uh, uh, you know elevated you know kind of guy evolved if you will. I'm not gonna cl- I'm not gonna clown you for that because I appreciate uh you know a great communicator like yourself and i feel like you're taking strides to become a little bit of a communicator yourself am i wrong chris that's right i love communicating that's why i do this podcast with you three times a week Mm, that's not really communication (laughs) though you know what i mean i do know we're we're, i don't want i want to move beyond surface level communication okay well so that way the people who love you will be able to understand you more anyways I'm sending group te- I'm sending a text to my loved one, my intimate <laughs> life partner, and I sent it to the group chat with the fellas. It could have been tough. It wasn't a picture of my titties or nothing. Thank God, it was just me saying, "Hey, I'm, I made a little bit of a mess, and I don't have time to." Tidy how did it you? Up how does How does TJ make a mess? Like, what did you? What are you doing? Uh, it's not. It's not so much a mess, but like I I I, I came home, ran a couple errands. So like, there's just little things that I need to like tidy up like my ipod case is here and then there's like a bag of something here and i didn't put the bananas away and like you know like my maybe my gym bags on the floor i didn't know, know if you i didn't know nothing if you, crazy if you made like a a margo style mess you know what i mean on the floor maybe you i tore up one of the pillow cushions pretty bad i didn't know if it was more of like a thing where you maybe maybe you missed the pad when you were using the restroom but it sounds like you're good to go, so I'm glad I checked. You know, I just want to make sure. Um, knock on wood, knock on wood. I well, there's, the there's a first, I'm back in LA. I feel like absolute shit. I feel like I hit by a truck. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's the time difference. Maybe it's the time in the air. Thanks to our friends at Delta One. If you fly uh, literally across the country, what time did you wake up this morning? Four a.m. Okay, yeah. So you woke up at four a.m. Went to the airport and flew across the country. I don't care how much Laird superfood you're eating, you're gonna feel a little bad. That's true. So yeah, I'm back. I'm back in this bitch though, and I got some new um, a pair of shoes I ordered came. Oh great. Okay, what are we working with? You got the Balenci's, the navy blue suede Belgians. Oh, thanks to friend of the show Jacob Gallagher. Actually, he saw them on eBay and sent me the link, and I copped immediately. Wow, that's nice. They were a little more expensive than they should have been, but I realize now that's because they're brand new. Oh, you know, new without box for my ebay community has without box but it did come with the dust cover to make it official the real real dust cover or was it the oh no it's the, the belgian the it's, the, okay. it's the belgian no the 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 real real dust cover is merely a trash bag when it touches my doorstep <laughs> you know what i mean come on bro the, tra- the 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 dust bag comes in handy for some things no that thing doesn't even feel like that thing is not sustainable it's really it kind of goes against their message <laughs> who has, the, who the, has the best dust bag in the game Hermes, chanel what is it <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they're all the same. That's not true. That's not true. Not not every dust bag. And you, you you're, you're better than that. If I ask my girlfriend, Prada, I mean what, Prada, what, Prada. If, Prada if I ask my chick, are all dust bags <laughs> built the same? She would say, "Ha ha." No, it's uh, the Prada one is like a silky. In from what I've seen, so that's nice. But I don't. I like a thick and substantial one. A dust a dust bag I can pass down to my grandkids. And for listeners course. at home who don't know what we're talking about. It's a little kind of canvas sack that your items, usually shoes, 
will come in or a handbag a, ha- a handbag as well special items that i'm assuming that all of our listeners uh if they're well male or female do have at least one chanel bag in the collection either handed down from <laughs> grandma or purchased directly from one of your local chanel boutiques or, or even the real real i guess if you're poor we could have some listeners who are you know up in rikers that's a good point yeah we have a big <laughs> anna delvey could be listening well anna delvey knows definitely knows what a dust bag is i of course have a chanel well i i felt bad when i got back from new york nyc just like you and I, you know as you know after a couple of days once you get back on schedule but i have been waking up wicked early every morning this week and it's something that is becoming a problem <sighs> i'm gonna have to do an afternoon easton rare occasion for me but i have to get the i have to get a Oof. i have to get a sweat in now that i'm back on the treadmill and and be able to run mm-hmm. I've, I've got a new lease on life jason Thank god yeah i mean that's why i'm feeling a little eh, is i was i was pushing it on on the kettlebells today and every time i work out like that where it's like high it's like strength training, but also the heart rate is up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not yes. just one or the other. That's when I'm like, oh, man, I should stop smoking cigs. Yeah. You should try Barry's Boot Camp. It's, um, oh, it's I've tried. Of, that's why I don't go. That's why I never went back. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. No, no, no. I mean, once you're, once you're doing that thing, once you're running five miles, you know, doing your first 5K, whatever it is, you're like, I should probably stop blank and a lot of times it's smoking is drinking is whatever you know i should stop gaming eating yeah whatever it might be you know what i mean it just depends the problem is i've always felt that in certain situations fitness journeys through my life over the years but of course i also like smoking so much that i'm not i'm not ready to really give up on it but i so i always come up with little tricks mm-hmm. and ideas to try out mm-hmm. and i did come up with a new one i want to run it by you please see what you think, yeah Chris. please because yeah because i have a theory with you that you're never going to quit smoking ever but continue yeah you're right about that but that I and mean, that's the problem is i really do like it a lot like it's something i love and i don't want to stop it but i also know that it's not good for me, obviously, and you know my loved ones probably would like me to do it less. And do you consider your your dentist to be a loved one? Because that's more of like a doctor. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess if you're if you're short, they show on loved love. One, they show love. I, I guess if you're short on loved one. Okay, here know. here's my here's my basic. Yeah, I'm sorry. Idea where I'm starting off. The only rule is. I'm not allowed to smoke alone. Okay. Yeah, that that's probably... I mean, but I don't... I mean, are you smoking a couple cigs a day alone on like a regular day? But yeah, I would say so. I would say like once I'm done with all my work, if I'm not going out, I'm not like hitting horses for a couple Hendrix teenies, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just chilling at home after I, you know, after I finish all my work for the day, eat some din din, you know, if it's a nice night out, I, I, I definitely love having a little little sig at the end of the day to kind of play my angry birds put a pin pin in it it. listen to all the stories (laughs) on pocket on my pocket app that i (laughs) am unable to read you know all the economist stories and things like that shout out to those guys for their new cover it looks great they put blood on it it's fucking lit the question is jason does it count so let's say let's say maybe i stand with you but I don't have a cigarette. Like in solidarity or physically, literally? No, I, I will. I will. No, I will stand with you. Outlet. We're together. You don't have my my guest doesn't have to also be smoking. You just need a guest. I just need a guest. So it's in the situation where we're number one. You know, we're living in our work from home bubble silos. So one. If I really do like smoking this much, that means I have to like make plans to go out into the world and hang out with people. So that's a win. But number two, it's like 
the only time I'm smoking alone, you know, I, I say that it's because I'm, you know, bookending the end of a beautiful hard work day, but it's probably because but of TJ needs a second. It's because of stress and anxiety, which is why you go out and blast a cig alone. You know, that's just what it is. But cigarettes don't do that. I don't understand that. Like drugs do that because they're chemically created to do that i don't want to i hate to break it to you but nicotine is a drug no bro no <laughs> and some people get addicted to it i've heard that i have heard that that it's the number one killer in america after heart disease <laughs> but you know good to know I, I i think this is a pretty good rule that you could easily adhere to i think it's i think it's good i think because it's nice to have a little little social sig at the end of the day but also it, it'll definitely curb a lot of the sigs because there's a lot of times where I smoke and I'm alone and it's just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, what am I really doing here? I'm just looking on my Instagram, having a sig. Sounds pretty nice. I mean, yeah, it is nice. It is nice. But as soon as, you know, it, it's a very fleeting action. And as soon as it's done, you're like, well, I did that. Now my hands smell like shit. My clothes smell like shit. Blah, 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 I like, blah. well, I like the smell. I like the smell. Well, yeah, yeah. I like the smell too, but. It's a fine line. Not the smell of like, you know, a, a night in the club in your hair, but like a single SIG outdoors. My Tom Ford leather ombre mixing with the, the tobacco oh, from my American spirit. They swim and they dance together like a like a braised <laughs> pork chop and a fine gruner. Okay. All right. You know well, what time it is. I don't actually know what time it is. Well, I know that we have a guest today. That's what fucking time it is. Sean Thor. Conroe, uh, you guys may know him as the the author of the uh, much talked about fuck boy. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Sean is in New York. I'm very interested to hear uh, about his approach to basketball, his approach drug to use, okay, writing. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he went he went to college. He went to Swarthmore on a on a basketball scholarship. Yeah. Your fave could never. I don't think he finished, but no one does. <laughs> no, no one on this podcast finishes college at, at least. But I, I also, I really want to get into the the spelling of fuckboy. Yeah, I mean, and that brings up a subject that I'm curious to talk to him about about you know the uh, the shelf life of words. Sometimes you know it's it's kind of a fun gamble to see which ones will become evergreen and stand the test of time, and which ones will. Not age well. Very true. No, no, very true. And we'll see how fuckboy ages. Oh, yes, we will, Jason. Let's uh, let's give let's give Sean T. Conroe a zeal. <laughs> how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent, so. For maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock, going through you know hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting (laughs) therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge, get it off your chest. 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Are you, hold on, are you, you might be the first guest we've ever had that smoked weed live on How Long Gone. I'm not smoking weed, bro. I'm not smoking weed. What, what are you smoking? Just tobacco. That's sick. I, you know how <laughs> fucking bad I wish I could smoke cigarettes while I record this podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it's funny because I was just talking about smoking on the intro of this episode and I was trying to come up with different ways where I can not quit smoking but curtail it a bit. And my theory was never smoke alone, only, only in a social setting. How do you feel about that, Sean? I mean... As a guy who's smoking alone in his bedroom, <laughs> how do you feel about that, Sean? That's a good uh, rule, I feel like. That, that's cute for you is what you're saying? Yeah, that's cute. It's, that's, good. That's, that's, 
What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute for you. I think it's a. I think it's a good start. I just don't know how long it'll last. Like a lot of rules we we give ourselves. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, it yeah. seems it seems reasonable, but the 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 shelf life is short. I feel like you know. But we never give up trying. No, we don't. Sean, where are you? Are you in New York? Yeah, I'm in damn um, South Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Is that where you? Is that where you live now? Yeah. I feel like you've done some stints all over town. Yeah. Why well, you got to say it like a jail thing? No, I'm not saying he went upstate. I just mean like I <laughs> I feel like you've read. I feel like you've just lived in all kinds of different places all over the city. For sure. No, well, yeah, I was up in uh, I was up in like Harlem on like 130 in Lenox for two years. Okay, Jim Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there for the whole like pandemic and everything. And then I, I moved out here earlier this year moving on up do you prefer it or was it just was it time to move or, or was it just like i want something i need something different. You got the bag bro what are, what are you talking about bro? oh he got the bag that's right i'm sorry you did get the bag so you had to uh, so you decided not to go to union square but just south brooklyn uh yeah i want i was yeah i was thinking about leaving the city but then i wanted to be be close in, in case i needed to come in and then uh i just kept going looking further and further south but i stopped yeah i'm i'm i was like yeah i'm it, it's it's different it's different out here it's super quiet so have you ever lived in like downtown manhattan do you have any interest in that or is that too much for you no i haven't lived i haven't lived down there but i yeah i go in when i want to you know <laughs> yeah that, yes yeah it's nice to have that option so do you when it you go nice. in do you ride the bicycle or are we taking the are we taking the uber xl <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> I hit that. I hit that local. I hit that that local train. You know. Okay. But you. But you. But you are a cycle man, right? I see the chain in the back. Oh yeah. And it ain't a Rockefeller one. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I haven't. I actually haven't been biking. I need. Yeah. I haven't been biking that much. That much lately. I need to start biking again. Look, when I when I start getting my money up, I kind of stop riding the bike as well, Sean. So I can re- I can relate, fam. <laughs> Yo, because before yeah, like change. like riding your bike around the city, it's very like when it's a very low self esteem activity where you're like, if I get hit by a bus, what's the big fucking deal? You know what I mean? I'm a piece of shit anyways. But then once you got some M's in the in the Zell, then you're like, Yo. I'm too I'm too clean to ride a bike in the street. You kidding me? Yeah. You don't want to get mud. You don't want to get like mud on the, the wave. You know what I mean? You don't want any like, you know, because biking can be dirty. Jason's yeah, right. Well, there's a lot of people who depend on you now, Sean. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. Not just not just family and friends, but, you know, PR chicks, shit like that. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man, <laughs> hey, man. Damn. So you guys read the, read the book or what? You'll just read about uh, all the, you know, people talking about my damn personal business. Wait, you wrote a book? I didn't even realize. I thought <laughs> I thought you did jujitsu. So you are right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm halfway through the book right now. I'm halfway through the book. Oh, hell yeah. What a journey it has been, I must say. Every chapter, <laughs> a new twist and turn. The, 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 the main protagonist... Maybe there are some similarities between you and him. <laughs> some small similarities between say, you and him. But, but there are similarities between him and I. Yeah. Podcaster. Oh, yeah. Listens to podcasts and records podcasts. Oh, yeah. You know, made some bands off SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> enjoys a fixed gear lifestyle. I didn't make any bands on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing remixes of the XX, and you were doing some oh, nice. some Lil B style rapping. But we're still yeah. You guys have a pretty eclectic uh, guest list. Yeah, man. I've seen, I was going through. It was pretty tight. I was doing some good. No, I thought. Sorry, Jason. I thought you were about to tell him you were suing him for intellectual property. But you're saying there's enough differences between. I just think it's funny that. Uh, so, so. Oh shit! Yeah. So does that mean so? So the character, like when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, he's listening to podcasts. You know, I, I clock that, and then later on, he would record podcasts with his with his squad, with his bros, and then maybe or maybe not release them into the world. I don't know. I don't know why. Is that something that you've done yourself in real life? Podcasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I yeah, I've, I've been. I, I fell off a little bit. I haven't put out anything for a minute. But yeah, since like 2017, I was I was going in. Oh, okay. Ripping pods, but not like you guys. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have the ads, the consistency. You know, I was listening. To, I was listening to you guys' pods. You guys have that. You guys have this energy, this pace. Like, uh-huh. like my pods, I got like mad long silences and shit you know like there's nothing i mean there's nothing wrong with i mean i listen to a lot of podcasts that have mad long mm-hmm. silences and if you want to build offline i'm happy to you know take a pass i can be your editor <laughs> that's the thing though i think that the that m- anything you're listening to is probably edited pretty well so you think it's moving a little faster than it is you know what i'm saying for sure but even if we weren't editing we do have like a cadence that's kind of moving a lot more quickly than you know, some mumble, some mumble rap pods, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about you specifically, but there's a lot of shows where it's like, um, yeah. (laughs) And it's like, you know, I just think it's funny that like 2017 is like relatively early though. Well, I first started doing a pod in like 2014 when I was trying to like walk across country. Like I was like, I was like ripping pods every day. No, I would rip a I would rip a recording, a ten minute recording of everything that happened every day, and then I would stop at a McDonald's, and I had my laptop, but I had a flip phone, and then I would put them all into a garage band for an hour, and then I'd bomb it out like that. And then there was conversations I was recording with people, like, and I had the voice recorder in my like, pocket. Then later I was like, I don't think I'm used because I was I don't know I didn't I, yeah so I took them all down. There's some pretty wild recordings, honestly. I mean, I could only imagine. I was just gonna say on paper that idea of like. I'm going to walk across the country. I'm going to record a 10-minute podcast every day. I'm going to interview strangers that I come across that are interesting. Edit in GarageBand at a fucking McDonald's and upload that shit all the time. Like, what an undertaking. I think that that concept is cool. The concept is insane. And if you want to like, do that, great. we can talk offline. I can probably get a budget together. <laughs> Make sure you have a bunch Yo. of Snow Peak and mm-hmm. Arcteryx gear for your for your backpacking. Get you sponsored by Hoka, you know what I mean? So you got some nice comfortable shoes for some those outerwear. walks. Outerwear, yeah, exactly. Some outerwear, innerwear. <laughs> we'll set up the stove, the Snow Peak stove. You'll be boiling beans. We don't need to go to McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Dude. My friend has a drone. He'll film the whole thing. It's going to be lit. <laughs> Where did you, you can reenact it? Where did you start? Wait, where did you start the walk? And how far did you get? I started in Philly. I'd want to leave too. Yeah, I got I left on March 13th, but I got I hit a little bit and then I walked until June. I made it to La Junta, Colorado, which is like just shy of um Pueblo. That's pretty fucking far. I mean, that's more than halfway. Yeah, it was gnarly. How how many miles do you do a day when you're when you're doing that? I'm sure the beginning is different than at the end. The beginning was like 10, 30, 30, 30, you know, 13 miles some days. I, but by the end, like after, after Pennsylvania, I switched to a, 
I actually ran into like this. Actually, I know it's all kind of cringe and basic that I was trying to do this, but whatever. I was young. No, it's not. Because in damn um, in Cumberland, Maryland, I I like I got hit with the storm and like stayed in this like budget inn, and I ran into a dude who was like walking, trying to walk across. Also, (laughs) he tried to walk across (laughs) with his friend, this girl, who convinced him to do it, and she bailed like three days in. So this dude is all by himself. So you're at the lobby bar at the La Quinta, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" He's like, "I'm walking across the country." Fucking kidding exactly me? We're both. I go down for a sing. I'm like, "What are you doing, bro?" And he's like, "He's like, dude, I'm trying to, dude, get this. I'm trying." To, I was like, "I am too." And we we walked, and the, but this dude had a damn cart. He had a push cart. He's got like a sick ass little wagon, an athletic one, athletic one. Yeah, like a twin. Yeah. And then I so I, after Pennsylvania, uh, I copped a, a a cart, and then by the time I was in like Kansas and like missouri and it was just straight i was like mm-hmm. i think my it was i was consistently doing 30 miles a day which is like three miles an hour wow uh, for 10 hours shit the highest day was 33 to get across indianapolis because i tried to get across and i was like I'm, I'm gonna camp on the far side and then like the outskirts of every city just get really like you know what i mean like hard hard to sleep outside uh-huh. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's yeah. very impressive it was kind of gnarly it was kind of gnarly honestly i'm very impressed but how did your body feel were you just depleted every day like so fucked well the thing was like i've always kind of had like i don't know like autoimmune shit sort of like yeah. skin shit and stuff and mm-hmm. that time was like the best health i was in yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean because right. just getting sun and like but it got gnarly on the far side like through um southwestern kansas by like dodge city like west of dodge city is just where like a lot of like like the tyson meat headquarters are and stuff okay so it was just like there's these semis with these slits in it you know like that kept coming by and i just kept getting sprayed out by stuff you know and it was oh. like it was oh, straight shit. up like i was straight up like and then and the bugs started coming. It was getting hot, and like oh. it was just piss and shit. It was cow piss and shit. Yeah. yeah so yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. All right. So hold on. You're so you're what? You got a cart. You got some stuff in the cart. But you're saying this is 2014. So you had like a flip phone. So you're or, I had a damn flip phone, bro. So, so are you listening? So you're not even listening to music or anything. No, but I had an iPod Classic, mm-hmm. 80 gig, <laughs> and I was and speaking of podcasts, I was listening to like early Marin. Damn. So I'd go to the McDonald's, download some damn onto my iTunes. <laughs> Throw it on the app, and then halfway through, like only one ear started working. So I'm over here with a single ear. Although it's kind of sketchy, it's kind of sketchy to walk on the highway with, with headphones. Smart because semis are fucking barreling past. Yeah. How did you? How so? You're you're obviously you have a great sense of direction. I feel that about you. But how are you? I had a paper atlas. You had the atlas, like the classic McNally, like exactly. Wow. But, but honestly, there's not much navigation. Like in the beginning, I was planning it out. I was like, I'm about to walk through like through the woods you know what i mean yeah but then if you get caught and you you get you get caught away from a, access to food and water you're yeah, fucked yeah. you know so like it was basically 40 yeah yeah us 40 you can't walk on the interstate it was us 40 up to like st louis and then i did walk on some country roads to missouri that was kind of gnarly that's all they have there i think so that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. and then it was 50 it was just yeah, us 50 through like kansas and stuff like that all right so when you when you're in when you're in colorado and you decide to call it is this like a tough decision to make or are you like i'm fucking done i feel insane i, I was i was out of money too i only had i only had like 1200 when i left <laughs> what i swear to god so you made 1200 stretch from march to june yeah but then like that's impressive this dude like wichita i stayed with these people and then they like gave me money and stuff and then when i got to damn garden city kansas i got blasted by the storm and like i 
burned all my money on this one motel room for like four days. What'd you have to do for that little money? Yeah, that's my question. How'd you get that? Why did they just give you money? No, they gave me like 200 bucks. Oh, okay. Because okay. they were worried. They were like worried about me. <laughs> they were like, just out of the kind like, we don't want you. We don't yeah, want you yeah. to die. We don't want you to die. You didn't have to break off any head or nothing. You didn't have to, <laughs> nah, you didn't have to try on some special outfits or nothing like that. Yeah, I might, that might have been a way to stretch it out, you know? I know. I should have thought about that. There's some freaks in Wichita. You know that, Jason. <laughs> Nah, good people. Those are good people. Good Americans. Some good Americans down there. Good Americans down in Wichita. Yeah. Pra- praise them. So so your yeah. body was actually doing better. Your skin is good. Your your autoimmune or- disorder. My feet were fucked for the first hour, for the first uh, month. So like feet, maybe the knees and shit were... I was walking in flip-flops too. What? Flip- what? Why the fuck were you wearing flip flops, bro? You your ass was chafed, the <laughs> motherfucker, bro. No, no, no. Because if you're not, because if you're not shower, if you're not showering and you wear socks, oh, yeah. like your feet will get super gnarly. Oh. So if you're aired out all the time, and you're sleeping in a tiny tent. If you if you're aired out all the time, so you did some. I'm I'm about to walk across America. Google searches, and you got a little <laughs> info here and there, or is this just off the dump? Yeah, I just I just caught. I just seen someone do it. I was like, I'm about to I'm about to one up this dude. It's not that original, dude. Mad people try to do that. No, I know, but okay. I just but it's pretty crazy. I feel like it's a lot. It's too much time alone. I feel like the introspection would become defeating at a certain point. Like honestly, yeah, it makes you kind of wig out. Well, I feel like there's moments of moments of insane clarity that you gain from it and then like yeah. extreme lows i mean it's just like anything else but it's so physically taxing yeah, yeah. that that it it, it kind of swings both ways you know what i mean yeah well like one thing is you get or, or i would have like sleep issues but i never i wouldn't have sleep issues when i was walking because you find a spot to crash out like you're so grateful that you have a spot mm-hmm. <laughs> that you just kind of like yeah you just relax you just, like you just like crash literally you, crash crash. Out, you know what i mean <laughs> so like i was sleeping like hard on the ground you know like every night were you writing at the time or is this just like a vision quest yeah i wasn't really writing i wrote like i wrote about it and stuff but it's just kind of i don't know bro. it's like yeah you like can't not lapse into that tone when you're writing about some shit like that you know like yo oh, yeah. i'm out here like in america bro like yeah, no, this for, sure, kinda for like, sure. No, I know what you mean. And I was like, oh, I'm self-aware that this is dumb, but like I'm doing it anyway. And then I was, it's just, it was just too much. You know? Were you smoking weed out there? No, nah, one night, one night, some dude. Yeah, the, throughout the time I met two people that were also walking across. But one dude was that dude I told you about who was this dude from Iowa who was like on a mission and he, he, he like was ready. This other dude was just kind of like, he was like homeless already. I ran into both of them a second time and it was crazy. But, um, <laughs> but one night with the second, with the second dude, um, someone gave us some, some weed and then we like were walking together and then we like crashed out. We're, we're, uh, it was like by the highway, the trees were all creaking and it was like a swamp. Mm-hmm. And then we, we smoked some weed that night and. It was terrible. Like it was so scary, bro. Some swamp weed. <laughs> no, but it was just like if you if you get stoned suddenly and you're like by a highway, like like I, I, the, I thought the trees were gonna fall on me. I can't, and okay, I was okay. like, and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like it's a bad like, environment. It's a bad environment. But no, I was just smoking cigs and uh, drinking five hour energies and coffee. Damn, bro. So you you do a lot? Do you do a lot of stimulants still? No, I just drink coffee and I. 
tobacco, yeah. You're not railing Addies. No, hell no. Like the good old days. No, no, no. And even like sugar. I don't really fuck with sugar. Well, good. Good for you. You do have an athletic background, so I didn't know if you, you know, that. that's why I feel like you were better prepared to walk across the country yeah. than other people. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you are built different. But but speaking of simulants, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of simulants, I noticed in the book you did a few turns of phrase where you would sort of pair words together that were the same <laughs> words but in different conjugations i guess like what do you think yeah so like what like for, i noticed you said stimulating stimulants oh yeah and intersecting intersection oh yeah yeah and i, I think there might be a couple more cases like that yeah all right it just it just struck out to me because sometimes when i i mean i've never written a book but i've written some things here and there maybe just the morning pages but yeah. It, it reminded me of something that I might do where it's like, oh, that's kind of fun. I'll, I'll put that in. Or, yeah, that's that's just getting too like lished out with that, you know, like <laughs> lished out with the syntax, you know, like lished out with the syntax. I like that. You ever read Sam Lipsite? You guys ever read Sam Lipsite? No, no, no. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's like, I'll add it to my list right now. He's like a like a lish understudy, Gordon Lish understudy, mm-hmm. too. Like, okay, day, but his every bar is like a bar like there's something going on like you know like uh-huh. with repetition you mean every 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 sentence is 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 exactly. considered every sentence got some got some kind of cookie turns do you think there's a certain point where there's too much of that for sure like for you sure. have to definitely pump the brakes on that yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah you don't want to go too od with that because then you're you, you go start sounding a little dr Susie, you know <laughs> i don't know dr Susie did pretty good for himself so maybe he could be on <laughs> yeah, but that's you're gonna true. be you know, your fan base is gonna be five and under <laughs> it's limiting it's limiting and you, and you and you called a sentence a bar because you do kind of have a hip-hoppy background but you also are you know you seem to be literarily knowledgeable are there any other people that come to mind that kind of fit in this in this zone who can kind of do both of these things well? Um, Besides J. Cole, no, I, I can't. Mean, bro. The, the problem <laughs> is all the all the examples you could think of are dorky. Yeah. So maybe no, you're you're not the first person to to do this, but you're the first person to do it and be cool. I was gonna say Little B wrote a book, but I think it was a children's book. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, literally, you and Little B are probably it. You know that dude. Uh, Gabriel Krauss, y'all heard of that dude? No. He's like this uh, English, uh, British writer who. Okay. He only his first books out. His first books out like this past year is called like Who They Was. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he was on some like London like gang shit like early in his life. Okay. It's like all this like it sounds like like British drill slang like you know what I mean it's like like it's, it's like hard like, to understand for a lady yeah like, yeah hard yeah. to understand yeah men men have hard time comprehending <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah exactly men them yeah men them <laughs> that kind of makes me feel old I mean it's cool to see but it makes me feel old where like somebody could have this sort of like you know slang that you associate with like teenage life early 20s you know gang shit and then re- be able to achieve a certain level where you're like oh you're like a, a storied well-educated writer who has like a real powerful adult voice right i think it's a beautiful thing to see but i'm also like damn i'm getting old now. i think there's more of a space though for writing like this in general now because of the way we talk like it's just changed the way the way people right. talk in general and i think that that's yeah a lot to do with hip-hop and, and its effect it's like influence on america but it's also like 
texting. Right. Exactly. You know, like that's exactly. how that's how we actually talk yeah. to each other so much now. Yeah. So like slang and short form and like run on sentences, all that stuff yeah. is is mm-hmm. part of everyone's life now. Yeah. Um so it's like I think that every and there's only been a handful of books like this where like the style of writing is such a big part of the narrative. Right. You know, it's like the, it's almost it's almost that comes before the story. If you're reading about it, people want to ex- try to explain it. And it's like, bro, it's just how we talk. Right. right. Kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not sexy to explain it that way, but that's kind of what it is. Yeah. I mean, I think if it's all that, it's not. I mean, people are getting super tripped out about my because there's just a lot of like contradictions in my whatever how people are presenting my book or my bio or whatever but like Mm -hmm. i think but you know like that aspect of updating literature to the current like vernacular is also like through um all time like i remember uh actually gian um gian's like yeah my former publisher passed away last year yeah but he had me reading like um um, in our time like that first Hemingway book mm-hmm. and like I didn't you don't realize it now because you just see him talking but the way he would just do dialogue and stuff was super like not supposed to be in literature like that like I remember I, I heard this lecture about it and they um this dude like Edmund Wilson or something I think it was Edmund Wilson who who was one of the first people who put him on who was a critic had this whole list of like different slangs for that like Hemingway and all these dudes were using of like get, of getting drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole yeah, list of yeah. getting drunk, and it was a lot of them were the same, like lit, like lit, like a lit, like an outhouse, <laughs> like all kinds of. Cra- it was like a whole list of things, like lit like a big bent. Yeah, back. lit like a big. Yeah, lit like I was like, whoa! I was like, damn, dude. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. So, and then even like I don't know, Nick. You know, I seen you guys had Nico on um, Nico Walker. Yeah, yeah. He put me on in this book. This dude James Kelman, who's this Scottish writer. Like I guess he won the Booker Prize and like mm. he's kind of not read because I the book I got was like out of print but in this book of disaffection but he's from Glasgow like and the whole book is written in this like Glaswegians mm-hmm. he, he writes he writes like like for like didn't like didn't he like D I D N I with no apostrophe <laughs> didn't I you know? yeah, yeah yeah and you start hearing also because I actually lived in Scotland when I was little but mm. I, I, you start listening to you start reading it in the Scottish. Uh, accent which is kind of tight you know yeah no that's that's pretty powerful to be able to do that to get people to read it in an accent yeah. that's not theirs yeah. you know what i mean in their own mind well that's i mean halfway through your book and that's what i'm doing i mean I've, I've never heard you talk before a half an hour ago but i was like i'm reading it in that voice and at first you're like what the fuck is happening here and then after <laughs> once you kind of let it you know settle in because it can be a little jarring at first yeah um to some people yeah but i was like okay i mean i understand all these words i've typed the word bay many times in my life so <laughs> and i still use it to i still use it to this day which is way too late but <laughs> but now it's like it helps you understand exactly who this guy is because everyone knows a guy just like this mm-hmm. somewhere they usually live somewhere around san francisco or something and <laughs> you know it's like a certain like i know i'm picturing this amalgamation of 10 people i've met in my life over the years whatever you know a guy painting graffiti or a guy delivering weed or a guy doing whatever and they're like a little smarter than they should be and they're on to something and they're getting laid even though they're homeless and you're like what the fuck is going on with this guy and like <laughs> that those no, words and true. that, that voice true. that is an archetype helps, though. helps it yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. An, there, an, archetype there's an archetype like that sure. everybody especially when you're younger when you're in your early 20s there's always that guy that's like what the fuck like how does this guy, 
how does this guy not in jail? Like, I don't know how this. How does this working. guy who sleeps in his car just take my bitch? Yeah, what exactly. The fuck is no, going exactly, on? exactly, exactly. God he damn. didn't even have to try that hard. He just walked, <laughs> he just walked right up. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but it- <laughs> sleep in my car. Please. Oh, man. I was thinking about this like in when I was in the sauna at the gym like an hour ago like nice. what the what the different nice <laughs> I did a, a no cold plunge cold shower though well like what is what exactly does what's the difference between like a fuck boy and like a dirt bag just like a regular old dirt bag kind of guy yeah I think that it's a little bit like what you guys are saying though where it's like he's a little bit more advanced than he should be I, I think of I think uh like he's not aware of his downsides mm. or he chooses not to look at his downsides or you know, or something like that where a dirt bag is aware like i am a dirt bag i know i'm a dirt bag yeah this is me and a fuck boy is kind of like i'm fucking swagging bitch <laughs> sick as hell there's nothing there i work at Foot Locker, and there's nothing wrong with me i look at or go Foot Locker. but it, but it also works that like hype beast aspect of a fuck boy was like cares about his shoes and stuff you know what i mean that used to but that used to be what the word meant exclusively like that's like what it meant it was basically a bad streetwear guy yeah and then i feel like i feel like then women started using it to describe guys that like weren't nice exactly basically. exactly or guys that just were like a you ain't shit type of guy exactly yeah exactly yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. but i mean even before the hypey stuff like that like that's just like Yo, like, fuck, boy, like, you you know, like, just like in the hood, it's like, you're a bitch, you know, like, mm-hmm. stop, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like the hype stuff was probably like ASAP Rocky times, you know what I mean? Like, early ASAP, like a pretty boy, you know, like, um, or not pretty, but like wearing, like, thinking about his uh, attire or his presentation, like, more than a little too much, a little too much. Yeah. And then, and then around like 2015, 16, like, it was just like, women i won't say what yeah just women like being like yo i think it's i feel like it has i feel like there's a correlation between the rise of like online dating and the term fuckboy becoming part of like the vernacular i feel like it's particularly applied to like a tender swindler type guy you know what i mean like that's kind of the vibe sure i don't even i've never done anything like that but i'm interested in like what that's doing to the culture like our online dating i mean i I mean that's that makes three of us but i think it's more of like a (laughs) I think it's just kind of like it, it, it allows it. I mean, it's just like everything else online. It allows people to behave in a way that like there's less consequences for, you know, a, a, or at least seemingly less. So less pretentious, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you look at a comment section and you know, you, you, you know, you got a bunch of reviews. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, if you're a writer in 2022 and you're like, don't use your real name. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck out of here, bro! Like you're not, you're not on my level, bro. Like I don't know. That's how I feel. Like you're, you're, you're. I agree, poster, bro. I agree. You're a you're YouTube comment. That's tight, dude. Like, it's a YouTube comment. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. You know? No, I mean, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. But I think that there's because this is something we've had to learn with this show, or at least me in particular, is that like you just really cannot read that shit. You just cannot look at I it. Know. You have to fully check out. You guys have people coming at you all crazy. Of course, yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, but it's just like I don't like it's 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 gotten easier though for me to be like I'm just not going to ever go on Reddit again. Like yeah. if I need to find something out, if I need like if I need to know how you know this this car part works, I'll ask Jason to look on Reddit <laughs> for me cuz I can't go. So he's got to go look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If he yeah, yeah. if he has trouble with his his printer driver and 
There's a yeah. perfect thread on Reddit about it. I'm going to have to go in because it, c- it could be someone being like, <laughs> Chris Black says some shit, though. <laughs> He's going to screenshot it and send it to me. But no, I think that the, yeah. I think that, I mean, it's, it's a weird lesson to learn, especially, I mean, I think it's different because we put this thing out three times a week and it's like pretty quick. Yeah. But I think like yeah. a book in a lot of ways is like, that's like life's work shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this is like this is this is very serious in a different way. Right. Whether it's, whether the subject matter is serious or not, it, it's the work that goes into it is. Yeah. You know, and I, I so I think it like to me that would be even more difficult. I already want to be looking at the internet less, so I've, I've been getting better at that too. I mean, just when shit, yeah. it's disrespectful though when shit's falling around my falling around my press, and I'm like, bro, like this is like like slanderous YouTube comments falling around like three years of my life and like my life being like pretty different now, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. That's the Gian, thing. Like convinced me, like, Gian was like, we got to put this out. Like I wasn't even, this was like, I wasn't even trying to bomb it out in like a major way. <laughs> yeah, it was a yeah. tyrant book. Like mm-hmm. it was supposed to, or it was initially like, that's a much smaller, like niche. So it's like, totally. You want to read the book? Like that's fine, bro. Like definitive price point. I'm all about it. Dude. <laughs> that's, no, I mean, that's the thing to me. It's like, if you, I mean, I might make a joke on Twitter about something, but if I don't, if I, if something doesn't interest me, I just don't buy it or I don't consume it and it's fine. <laughs> like I might, I'm going to make fun of fucking Pete Davidson, but like, I don't, it's not like it didn't affect the bottom line for Pete David. You know what I mean? It doesn't right, matter. Right, like what, right. it doesn't actually matter. Like yeah. the book, the book being a success with books too, is different because the, the money is, is kind of given before this, you know, right. they're, like they're taking a bet. Basically, they're like, we think this is X, um, this is worth X amount and we're going to try to sell it, you know, and it's a, it's a little bit different of a gamble than, than some other things monetarily. For sure. Yeah. 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 But I mean, to me, like a major publisher taking this book and bringing it to market is just a testament to where we are in the world as well. Like I, like they believe that this, this person exists, like this reader is out there, you know? And like, I think that, I think they're right. I mean, that's, you know, that's why we're talking about it. Yeah. I forgot. It's also, it's also like, I understand like the people, ter- like it is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That there's, like, I, I was literally like, are you fucking serious? Like you guys want to publish this book? Like, you know what I mean? Like it is crazy. It is crazy. And I understand. And it's like, I don't know. Like I went on a damn radio show thing. He, he, he fucked with the book a lot. And he was like, dude in his fifties. And he was just like, you couldn't even say the title of the book. Like he was spelling it out. We were saying it with like a French accent. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, it is a little bit wild. Yeah. It must be cool to see a, a 50 year old French guy being like, yo, I fuck with the vision fam. This book is fucking <laughs> flame. Yo, bro. I could not put this shit down, bro. Well, I, I mean, I think cause you were saying like the Chris, you were saying like the publisher believes like this person is out like there's enough of these people out there in the world where mm. they'll want to read this and be like i associate with this i feel or i see myself in this character and i relate to that and that's really powerful but i think even more so there are more people who buy and read books who are very fascinated with this type of person yeah and they are not this person at all but they want to there's something kind of cheeky and fun about reading about it in a book versus like, oh, did you see this Hulu documentary about blah, 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 everyone else did. But you're learning about something in this book where it's like, it's a book. I'm just going to sit at a coffee shop and read a book. Right. Like, it's a normal thing. But what is, what, what's inside of it? You're telling a story of someone that's, 
they're that's very fascinating but they'll they wouldn't really have any access to directly and right there's just something always fascinating about a character like oh, this for sure this is like yeah fun fun and cheeky like well that's the that's the other thing i think people i I think we as a society now with books music any tv movies we like over intellectualize things to a point where it's like not fun anymore yeah it's like hey maybe this is just like a fun thing to read and yeah exactly exactly it's not like maybe it doesn't mean you know it, it, it it doesn't have to mean more than that if you don't want it to you know what i'm saying well yeah a lot of people will do like this is an intellectual book and sometimes it's fun and and I think it's much more successful to or effective to be like here's a book that's fun and entertaining, and every once in a while, you know, I'll sneak in some intellectual, poetic thoughts, you know, that are a little bit more complex. Right. I mean, yeah, but it's also like it says something about the culture where like just because you're using certain slangs, there's like this assumption that, that like I just ripped it like one time, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. without thinking about anything, and then like didn't fucking make the bars like. Like I work, you know, like everything. It's, it's like a book. It's but it's because <laughs> no, nah, but it's also like there's a reason why it's so propul- it's propulsive. Like and and there's this there's like there's this like just condescension towards like people. People will will most people will look at this and and not realize or understand how considered and structured it is because of the style of writing. Yeah, someone says someone said to me like, oh, like. This is this is actually really like one of the, like oh this is actually really good because like it makes like poor people sound smart. I was just like yo that's really <laughs> oh, so Jesus tough, bro. Like, that's like that's like gnarly, bro. Like that's like what that's what the point is. Dude. No, but I I can only imagine that you've heard some wild shit in response. Like I I because I think that if people don't the the way that people would respond to this if they don't kind of understand the nuance For of sure. it would be pretty wild. <laughs> But that that makes it exciting to me because if it was only released yeah. on Tyrant right. and it was only in this little you know alt lit smart guy jack off bubble, then everyone would be analyzing it with one right. way and be like, it's actually really you know blah blah. blah. <laughs> but when it gets sprayed out to everyone, you get to hear some some well like on the good side, you're gonna have right. people who would have never ever read this yeah. and be like, yo, I read this and like I like books now. I I love this book. I re-, you know you could change their life. And then conversely, you're going to get people who are like, have a wild off take like that. Exactly. But then other people can see those off takes and start thinking about stuff. And then also most people, most people <laughs> are like, yo, like I haven't read a book. Like I literally haven't read a book. I have people hit me up. Like I literally haven't read a book since college, bro. You know, like in 10 years, that's tight to tell when people. I mean, that's incredible. Like, that's like the best possible response. You know what I mean? Is like that's most people though, bro. That's most. People. Yeah. But that's you know? how you, I mean, that's how you get that, that advance with more zeros than other people. Because mm-hmm. I mean, every, like if everyone has a friend is like, yeah, I buy 30 books a year. I read two a month and I'm a book lover, blah, blah, blah. But if you can turn somebody who has never even considered reading a book in the last decade to be like, you know what? I'm going to go to Barnes and Noble and buy this shit. Like that's worth cutting the check for. Yeah, and I mean, totally. And it's not to say like also having like a generous energy like with the reader is something like maybe maybe as I go on like I won't be so generous with like how I lead the reader in. You know what I mean? How, how long did you guys edit this for? Like year. The book spans about like a year and a half. Like I had the first like year or iteration of the first year like in October of 2019. That's when I um, that's when I first moved to New York. I was starting this writing program and I sent it to to Gian then. And uh, uh-huh. we worked like 
probably every every season I would do like a whole new rewrite. Shit. Gian wasn't like going like take out this line or or mm. you know he was like he would read it and then he would just like be we would just be what because he lived in Italy we'd just be like mm-hmm. email or he'd tell me to read this or like WhatsApp messaging or voice he'd do voice memos all the time like I just wake up I have like six voice memos he's like dude this chapter is kind of whatever you know and then I just kept work I just yeah I worked on it like from then until December of 2020 that's when I went out to Italy he uh to stay with him for 10 days and we like that was like the final get over the finish line yeah exactly so it seems seems like less of an editor and more of like an executive producer kind of sounds like he's rick rubening or he was rick rubening this shit and then the last week come to malibu and we'll <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure some of that up. and it was also like i don't know i i don't want to speak on like i know like um like I've heard um, Gian's stories and, you know, the writer, uh, Scott McClanahan, who wrote like the Sarah book. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a tyrant book as well. Right. That's a tyrant book. Yeah. And that was a huge book for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's also a book. And then he just goes and he just murks himself like really, really gnarly in it. Like I've heard both of their stories. Of Spoiler alert. Process. Yeah. Of that. And it was definitely like Gian was like, you know, I'm sure he works with different writers and different, he's, they're definitely, that's just how our, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, however it works is however it works. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's about getting to the finish line and the and with the best possible, you know, end result. Yeah. Well, are we getting the fuckboy movie or TV show or like what's what's your William Morris deal looking like? Because you know, <laughs> you, you seem ready for you seem ready for Hollywood, in my opinion. And who is and who is playing the lead? If it were up to you. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one, TJ. I'm available, just FYI. Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, I'm available. Gotta be yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 27. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I broad look young. It's the Zoom. This it camera. Could like, my, my... It could be like, no, it could be like euphoria. Like everyone's like in their 30s. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, exactly, Chris, exactly. maybe there's like a big bro unk character that you could play. <laughs> you, you can bestow some wisdom. Yeah, dude, you could be a big cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you may have thought about this before. You may have not. Um. Nah, I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> we got to get Pattinson, bro. Let's make some money, all right? The book, <laughs> the book's done. Nah, Pat. No, nah, bro. He's no. Nah, when you when you're that good looking, they can make you look young. You know, okay, it's okay, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Shave his head, get him in there. We're good. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know about we're good. that. I have a vision. Yeah, I'm I, you know, to, I have a vision for this. Trying to work on the next the next shit. Yeah, are you? Do, well, are you just writing another book? Is that the plan? Uh, I was pretty far. I was pretty far in the next one when this all happened um and then like yeah i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna keep on that the success of this book may have changed your trajectory a little bit yeah i don't know i don't know no i'm i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna keep going it's the only thing to do no i mean that's that's true that's other true. than writing and and smoking cigs like what what kind of occupies your day-to-day life in south brooklyn like what what kind of shit are you doing yeah just reading writing um how many pull-ups can you do yeah i'm like i'm uh, yeah i hit this park i hit the park around here shoot a little bit i try to cut the cigs with some with some uh cardio exercise yeah that, yeah that's exactly how it works smart smart smart, smart. it's harder they hit harder what's <laughs> that yeah when the lungs are opened up so so you are pretty much li- you're just living the life of a writer you just you read and you write and you smoke and 
And that's about it. No social media, no art gallery openings, no restaurants, no bars, no clubs, no travel. Not really. I mean, that's the thing. I like I was I was joking about like I feel like the only difference when I don't when I'm not broke is I just like when I go to the bodega, I'll just go off with like extras, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. You know I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's really bro. the only difference. Okay. Really? That's, you're smart. That's smart. That's smart. Cause I would probably, so you, <laughs> you get, you don't have the Porsche truck out front. You don't have any, you didn't get uh, any jewelry. You didn't get, okay, so you're still like, dusty, but now you get avocado on your sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I throw some, yeah, exactly. dude. <laughs> I didn't change up. I, guys. I think that's amazing. I mean, did we invest in crypto, real estate, anything like that? On the on the side? I mean Are we only investing in Rick Owens? What's going on, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Are you co- you cops you had to cop some gear. You had to cop some gear. I got that that lined that lined car hoodie with the with the back piece, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you got the extra, the okay, extra. Yeah, yeah, it was a chilly winter. I don't know. I don't know. I kinda I kinda it's kinda like, yeah, I also kinda like finessed my way into going to this program in terms of like being able to go to it. But then like, you know, they got those, mm. they got those federal mm-hmm. loans I was about to run from. But now I, <laughs> you know, now I gotta. So now that you have a little money, you have to actually pay your student debt is what you're saying. Instead of just being like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Do you, do you feel more responsible now? Well, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about doing Trump it. I'm pushing it back. I'm pushing it back to like, February, I think he was like, you got some more time. Uh, but that's, that's kind of a, the problem of, uh, of an average fuckboy is that just thinking about it and planning it. I'm not a fuckboy, bro. That's enough. <laughs> I'm not saying that you are. I'm, I'm more putting words in my own mouth about my own life, right. about right, go ahead, go ahead. how the, how the, how the mind of, uh, a dusty person might operate. Yeah, a dusty person. Where like just the thought of being like, I have the money to pay that. I'm planning on doing that. <laughs> then that kind of ticks the box in your brain. It's almost the like, same. It's, it's all good. Like <laughs> I, I'm like getting my life together because I was like, I'm going to do that. No, I know. It doesn't matter if you do it ever. And that's like very no. dangerous and bad. I'll probably think that even more now because I said on the spot that I was. Okay. <laughs> I told those boys. Yeah. yeah, now now it's out in the public. I said it. it it's out into the ether. No, nah, I don't know. Maybe try to. Uh, get out of the city at some point yeah that's i mean you sound you sound like you've got it under control because i was always taught that when you get a big check you got to spend a certain amount of it off rip yeah frivolously to like get it out of yeah. your system right what did what did you guys start what do you guys start <sighs> well unfortunately we haven't made any real money from this podcast <laughs> yet but i i used to manage a band and we did like a record deal and got money you know i went and bought a mercedes when i was like young you know but it but in car but it, it wasn't that much money but it, it was just a c-class feels- sean don't yeah, worry it was, it was, a, it was a baby it was a baby mama it was <laughs> not don't worry it wasn't the eight it wasn't the AMG. Do not, don't, don't worry. But, but I was just at the time, it was just like, this felt big because I was like 24, 25. And then I kind of like, yeah. you know, and then like, obviously there were some other small expenditures that went up my nose, but that's yeah. different. You know, this was, this is regular shit, yeah. you know? Um, but that's what I was always taught. You got to, you got to take a little off the top for you. Yeah. Who taught you that, Chris? Your OGs? 
The OGs got OGs now? <laughs> that is from my... The OGs do, in fact, have OGs now. I'm testament to that. D- Dame Dash told you that move? Yeah, Dame. I learned from Dame. Off, you get the check off top. You got to get a $27,000 Benz. Exactly. He said, he said, get the $27,000 Benz. And that's still, to this day, Dame taught me never wear the same undershirt, underwear, or socks twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, no, you know, that's, that's, honestly, that's honestly the second thing is like, un- like undershirts and white tees, like... I'll go off. I'll go off now. Okay. (laughs) Before all my white shirts were just like rags and they still are, but like, I'll go off, but you get a fresh one with a thick collar. Oh baby. Oh, don't do it to him. Sean. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it is related. It is nice. Like that feeling of like going to the, the market or the bodega and just like buying whatever you want and not having to worry about it or think about it. That is like freedom in America, you know. Not to get, not to fuck up the whole vibe, but like when I was thinking about uh, everything that's going on right now, like you know, with like whatever, like war shit, I was like, I went on like three days. I was like on a bender, like trying to figure everything out mm-hmm. about what's going on. You know what I mean? Like listening to Mad, you know, and like trying to have my take. And I was like, maybe the most sane take is like just being like, yo, there's not an invasion happening now like here like right and like what are you doing with this space that you have like suddenly like my time was like way more i don't know if that's so or like i could go to the store i don't know like no no i know what you mean that's like my takeaway like you're I was appreciating like, oh. real freedom I, like clean my house yeah i was like yo why are you living you can go do this stuff other people can't yeah like and then like do something with it yeah 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 <laughs> this blogging is not like we just we just i'm just gloating about no 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 i I know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean it's like being yeah being gracious for what you have or grateful for what you have is very different than it's it's something that i that i wish a lot of people on twitter thought (laughs) thought about because everyone you know in america we're fighting a culture war where you wake up and you say what am i gonna argue about today is it gonna be zendaya's dress Right. Is it going to be what Joe Rogan said? Is it going to be a Kanye West music video? And it's all meaningless bullshit. And then right. it's important to re- recognize in the rest of the world. It's like I would love to just be able to like watch the Kardashians and like eat a dinner, right. you know. And I, but I can't do that. Or like unless you're yeah, unless you're about to go out there or, or like affect. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, damn it, dude. Why I, I have to do weird? That's just something I was thinking about the last couple of days. It's okay. We were um, the fo- the fourth quarter buzzer just ended on this episode nice. anyway, so nice. I think it was a nice way to yeah, I agree to bring it all down, Sean. Well done. Hell yeah, you are a storyteller after all. <laughs> a structured and considered young man. That's the arc. That's the fifth the fifth act. That's the arc, right? He's he's wet with the arc, bro. He's wet with the arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Sean. Well, uh, well, fuck boys in stores everywhere, right? Yeah. Shit. Is it? Is there an audio book that somebody else read? No, I read it. I read it. Too. You read it. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't do it. That seems it seems hard. Yeah, Sean, thank you for joining us. Honestly, it was a pleasure. You guys go get fuckboy, and um, we'll look out for what's next. Appreciate you guys. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, we'll talk to you. Thanks, Sean.
base guy, fuck your bitch like it's nothing. Hoes on my dick, cause I look like Jesus. Bitch, I want a million. Shouts out to Regis. Face like a god, and I'm high like a Martian. UFO bitch, suck my dick like a Martian. Jack 30 deep, and I act like a broad with a chicken man. Bitch, chirping me like a frog.